Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, back to Nothing Impossible on Kangam OX. Welcome back. Michael and Travis on Nothing Impossible. And Bob Clark is, I mean, let's just talk about the Amazon project. The head of Clayco, Bob Clark, everybody had said he was a visionary in helping put together St. Louis's bid. Well, and he, he focused on St. Louis. There are a lot of other cities where Bob has a presence. Uh, you know, Clayco up in the Chicago area now uh, decided that they were going to put all of their eggs and efforts behind the St. Louis bid. And the uh, just another example of what he's doing in St. Louis, Clayco donating $500,000 to bring the Loop Trolley Project to the finish line, get it on the tracks. And so lots of things to talk with Bob about. I can't wait to hear from him. Uh, you had a chance to talk with him. And I am really curious about this whole trolley thing. Well, my earliest memories of hearing the idea were positive. You know, I thought it was a great idea. Tourism, 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 good for St. Louis. The Loop has been a fascinating place and a a great scientific experiment for the area that's really paid off. Um, Good for Washington University. and, And it's a good connector between the city and the county, which I think is important. So uh, it's been kind of disappointing to see, you know, I have been watching from afar. We have not been involved in it. Um, and, um, you know, these things sometimes are a struggle and become kind of controversial over time. They obviously under construction or negatively impacting businesses next, next to it. And with social media today, um, things didn't really get, you know, get hot, either good or bad. And so um, I just was watching from afar and feeling like, you know, hey, this thing needs to get across the finish line. And so I started looking into it and um, talked to my partners, and they were unbelievably enthusiastic about it. You talk about the importance of the Del Mar Loop to the region and how, you know, every, every region has these neighborhoods, you know, South Congress and Austin or what have you. What is the importance of the Del Mar Loop to the St. Louis region and, and the importance of having this project be successful? Well, I think it's obviously been an amazing draw for tourism. I think most people that come to St. Louis at some uh, point get um, familiar with the area. I think Joe Edwards has done a great job on that. Um, I think one person can't do it by themselves. And, you know, the place has gotten a lot of momentum with Washington University. It's on the north side of their campus, obviously. Uh, Maxine Clark is really enthused about trying to get this Del Mar Divine project um, in no small part due to the excitement of the trolley. And um, I just, I think this, this, that it's an important mechanism for tourism in the community, but it's also a place to live and work and play that um, is important to Washington University. So, And do you have confidence in the, uh, the management of the Loop Trolley Company to, to take your investment uh, and to implement it properly and to really get this, this project moving? You know, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus <clears throat> at all. And I think that the problem, as I see it, you know, having just now become familiar with it, is that it, it really was being operated by like a TOD entity instead of like a developer or, 
you know, it, it's been operated by like a, like a special purpose entity, you know, and everything uh, that's worth doing really needs, you know, a business plan and an advocacy. Um, and this project just hasn't really had that. So I think there's a lot of good-meaning, well-meaning people that have been involved in it. But what it really needs is some executive management and leadership. And Clayco, in addition to our donation, is going to be is going to be providing that. Yeah, talk a little bit more about that technical and other support also that Clayco is providing. And maybe, I mean, do you look at uh, the Kansas City streetcar, or where do you look at as an example of of one of these projects that's being approached in the right way? Well, first of all, I'm not a I'm not a public transportation expert at all, but. Uh, I am an expert at getting things done, and so I'm going to provide some leadership in addition to the funding. I'm going to provide a project executive from Clayco. We're also going to provide a project manager to help Les Sturman, who I think is a great guy, um, get this thing wrapped up. There's some loose ends that need to be cleaned up. There's some punch list items uh, on the trolley that need to get cleaned up, and Clayco can provide the resources to help get that stuff cleaned up and then... Uh, get the funding underway with confidence that they can do the training and get the people uh, employed that need to actually operate it and finish up the third car. And then, um, you know, I, I think so. It can't just be dollars. It has to be somebody giving it uh, some leadership. And in other, in other situations with projects like this, uh, folks who own property along the route have seen their values rise, and there have been new projects that have been announced. You're a stakeholder along the route with the new project near the pageant. So talk about what you think the, the effect of this is going to be on the neighborhood. I think it's going to be all uh, net positive. And I think, you know, as part of the success of the funding for the trolley, the ongoing funding, it's really crucial to keep that area vibrant and to keep it growing. We just added the Everly, uh, which is um, you know residential project that's gone in there, and we hope to you know when we add a, a restaurant and some of our retail gets going, every every time something like that happens, it's going to be net positive for the trolley uh, because they they are a recipient of some of the TOD funds that go into the project. In addition to the ridership um, fees, which you know that remains to be seen. That's a part of the puzzle. I'm not. Not 100 percent sure about, but I'm sure that we can overcome that if the if the revenue is not there from ticket sales with a vibrant, growing, loop area with more restaurants and more tourist activities that will create dollars for the TOD. I like something you said just a minute ago. You said that you're an expert at getting things done. I understand you're checking in on the Centene project this morning. How is that going? I am checking in on the Centene project. The project, the project's going great. It's a very exciting time for the project. Um, we've got steel coming out of the ground, concrete coming out of the ground. Over 240 people are working on the job site every day, and um, it's exciting. And um, just left a Pfizer job out in Chesterfield. Also, very very exciting project. Big impact for the community with over 500 research scientists in St. Louis. How do you describe the, the extent of the Centene campus expansion? I mean, it's going to change the Clayton skyline, uh, certainly, right? But, I mean, there's a amphitheater or a theater involved. Uh, I mean, uh, talk about the breadth of this. 
Oh, I think it's going to be incredibly dynamic. I mean, what Mr. Nydorf has done there in Clayton has really brought the original master plan to life um, in a more dynamic way than we probably ever could have imagined. And so um, it's, it's exciting. And in terms of Pfizer in Chesterfield, what's, what's unique about that facility or, or why in your conversations with Pfizer did they uh, want to stay in St. Louis and expand in St. Louis and invest well, first of this all, much? They, it's a, you know, they have great re- job retainage in St. Louis. It's, 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 uh, they've, they've said that um, St. Louis is their uh, most positive place for their employees to work in the country, and they have less turnover here than in any other of their laboratory facilities. So this is really going to be their central biopharma campus in the United States. And uh, it's going to, as I said, it's going to employ over 500 uh, really important um, research scientist jobs along with other staff. And um, that's, it's exciting for St. Louis to keep those jobs here and to build this as a $240 million investment in our community um, shows that they actually could have gone anywhere as they left the Monsanto campus and, um, and they chose St. Louis. Bob, what do you, when you take a look at these projects, we just had groundbreaking for a different one, Ballpark Village, uh, yesterday, another tower planned downtown across the street from that, more development in the Central West End, Cortex. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your outlook for the St. Louis region? I think St. Louis is uh, coming alive in, in, a, in a very, very strong way. We're obviously benefiting from an incredibly strong uh, national economy. And so we've been a little bit behind some of the other communities, but we've really uh, ramped up. And I think, I think what the Cardinals are doing down there at Ballpark Village is very exciting. Um, you, you want exactly what happened this week with another developer, you know, really believing in the project to step up and create some competition. You know, competition is good. And um, we hope, you know, we hope like in Clayton and in Chesterfield that our project there spur other projects. It's all net positive. Bob, while I have the opportunity to talk with you, I've got to at least ask a question about Amazon, especially considering everybody I talked with during the process said that you were the, the visionary who came up with the, the narrative and just really took charge of this St. Louis effort. How, how do you feel about that sales pitch that was submitted? Well, first of all, uh, Sheila Sweeney was the architect and the visionary behind the thing, and I can't tell you how impressed I was with working uh, with her. So um, I would say that we're going to be a sleeper. We're, we're, our proposal is much more compelling, if you think about uh, everything that St. Louis has to offer. You know, I was just in Seattle recently, and, you know, the place is busting at the seams. They're under tremendous stress. Uh, Amazon has built over 10 million square feet of buildings there. Microsoft, Facebook, Google have all built buildings in downtown. And quite, quite frankly, their transportation, their land cost, their uh, congestion, you know, they're just not built for the kind of capacity that they that they've jammed in there. And if you think of St. Louis, um, being able to have capacity for that, we have our light rail. We have an airport that's only at 40% capacity um, with lots of room to grow without a substantial financial investment. And our light rail system is the best system in America, believe it or not. I mean, if you really, even if people Google it and look at it and compare it to other light rail systems in North America, um, it's very compelling. Uh, airport to airport, Illinois, Missouri, 48 miles of light rail that connect on 37 stations with lots of room to grow housing. And so 
Um, if somebody really wants to come and grow in an expansive way, um, like Amazon has done in Seattle, then St. Louis has a compelling story to tell. I know that you can't reveal much about what's in the bid, at least, uh, you know, not until uh, things maybe progress a little further with Amazon. Um, but, you know, I see things like Google looking at this horizontal skyscraper concept in, in I think, London and things like that. I mean, uh-huh. what, what's unique about this uh, this St. Louis bid? Is there anything that you can reveal? I think it. I think it's no secret that we have the airport. We have the two airports, actually. Um, the secret sauce, I think, is that this was a really regional proposal where all of the politicians came together in a really positive way from both sides of the river. And um, I think they, that those uh, political leaders spoke more in that eight-week period than they have in the last 10 years. And uh, I think that's really positive. I think the other thing that's not a secret is that we have really substantial amount of land in both Illinois and in downtown St. Louis that can be pad-ready, capable of building at least 10 million square feet of office product um, for a fraction of the cost of any other city in America. And then the other major compelling uh, part of our proposal, obviously, is the cost of living in St. Louis is dramatically less than it is in other major cities. And um, we, we estimate that, that the larger cities in the east and even in the central areas could cost Amazon $15 billion more in salaries alone in the first 10 years. And so that's another compelling, uh, I think, um, feather in St. Louis's cap. Wow. Any anything else, Bob? Uh, either about Loop Trolley or maybe another project I haven't asked about that you'd like to to share? You know, no. I just think St. Louis needs an upper, and St. Louis needs um, uh, more Michael Nydorfs and George Pazes, and people have done tremendous positive uh, things in the St. Louis community that are that are somewhat overlooked, and we kind of get into this, you know, this spiral of negativity. And I've always believed that you're either on a spiral down or you're on a spiral up, and there's no in-between. And um, I think taking some of the comments you made about Ballpark Village, about Centene, about Pfizer, uh, the Loop project needs to be part of the spiral up. And that's that's what um, I think the leaders in St. Louis are are, uh, starting to really gather around and achieve. All right, there we go. Big show, a lot to lot to going on in St. Louis. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Thank you for joining us. Innovation happening in St. Louis, and we'll talk about it right here on Nothing Impossible. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.